Hello everybody and welcome into episode number 203 of the Bible 2021 podcast. We are reading Psalm chapter 13 and Psalm chapter 14 today and our focus is on how can anybody go to heaven if nobody is righteous and also how the Psalms help us process our emotions. So every day we dig into the Word of God one or two chapters at a time. We discuss it, seek to obey it, seek to follow it, and seek to learn more about Jesus and God's glorious truth. And you are invited to join us. And I would like to invite you to check out our website, Bible2021.com. You can subscribe to the show there on Spotify or Apple Podcasts or anywhere else. Also, show notes, transcript, and a contact page is there, Bible2021.com. One of the things we see in the Psalms is a spirit-led, spirit-inspired, and spirit-breathed processing through emotions by the psalmist. How long will you forget me forever, O Lord, begins the opening lines of Psalm 13, reflecting, you know, a pretty common feeling so many of us have wrestled with. How many of us have prayed and felt like God's answer was just so delayed it would never come? And yet here we see David, a mighty man of God, a man after God's own heart. Here he's struggling with the same emotions and the same kind of feelings. Now, for whatever reason, I feel strangely comforted by that. First, it tells me that my experience of impatience and wondering if God will ever answer is not uncommon to the saints of God. And second, it tells me that I can still be a faithful and genuine follower of God and yet wrestle with those kind of emotions. Well, verse 2 is kind of similar. How long will I store up anxious concern within me? agony in my mind every day. Now, I've not spent most of my life storing up anxious concerns which cause agony in my mind every day, but I will tell you that I have been through multiple seasons, including much of 2020, when that was a perfect description of my mindset. Too much anxiety causing too much agony in my mind. No, that didn't happen every day, but a quick survey of the Psalms will show that some days David was walking in this incredible joy and full assurance of the Lord's hearing and not really displaying any negative emotions at all. And other days are Psalm 13 days. Where are you, God? I'm so anxious I'm in agony. And how does a mighty man of God, a man after God's own heart, handle such debilitating feelings and deep questions? Well, he reminds himself to trust God, worship God, and he assures himself of God's faithfulness. We see that in verses 5 and 6. I have trusted in your faithful love, my heart will rejoice in your deliverance. I will sing to the Lord because he has treated me generously. Well, far from unlucky, this 13th Psalm shows us the commonness of some very dark feelings and how we should process through them as people of faith. Well, let's go ahead and read both of our Psalms and then we'll discuss the next Psalm, Psalm 14. Psalm 13, verse 1 in the Christian Standard Bible. How long, Lord, will you forget me forever? How long will you hide your face from me? How long will I store up anxious concerns within me, agony in my mind every day? How long will my enemy dominate me? Consider me an answer, Lord my God. Restore brightness to my eyes, otherwise I will sleep in death. My enemy will say I have triumphed over him, and my foes will rejoice because I am shaken. But I have trusted in your faithful love. My heart will rejoice in your deliverance. I will sing to the Lord because he has treated me generously. Psalm 14 verse 1. 
The fool says in his heart, there is no God. They are corrupt. They do vile deeds. There is no one who does good. The Lord looks down from heaven on the human race to see if there is one who is wise and one who seeks God. All have turned away. All alike have become corrupt. There is no one who does good, not even one. Will evildoers never understand? They consume my people as they consume bread. They do not call on the Lord. Then they will be filled with dread, for God is with those who are righteous. You sinners frustrate the plans of the oppressed, but the Lord is his refuge. Oh, that Israel's deliverance would come from Zion when the Lord restores the fortunes of his people. Let Jacob rejoice, let Israel be glad. So not a single person is righteous, not even one, says Psalm 14. And this is also quoted by Paul in Romans chapter 3. So let's read that passage where Paul quotes this psalm and then listen to Pastor David Platt explains how it is possible for people to go to heaven given that not a single one of us is righteous. Romans 3 says, there's no one righteous, not even one, no one who understands, no one who seeks God. All have turned away. They together have become worthless. There's no one who does good, not even one. Our throats are open graves. Our tongues practice deceit. The poison of vipers is on our lips and our mouths are full of cursing and bitterness. Ruin and misery mark our way. The way of peace we do not know. There's no fear of God before our eye. Whatever the law says, it says to all of those who are under the law so that every one of our mouths will be silenced and the whole world accountable to God. Therefore, no one will be declared righteous in his sight by observing the law. Rather, through the law, we become conscious of sin. In other words, says Pastor Platt, the law only makes us more guilty. And then we get to verse 20, and you can almost see that Paul is overwhelmed with the guilt of man before God. It's heavy. Thankfully, Paul keeps going and in verse 21 says, Now a righteousness from God apart from the law has been made known. This righteousness from God comes through faith in Jesus Christ to all who believe. There's no difference for all have sinned and fallen short of the glory of God and are justified freely by his grace through the redemption that came by Christ Jesus. What a terrific transition from all being unrighteous, all being unworthy, but God gives us a righteousness apart from the law through faith in Jesus. So even though we are unrighteous, there is a righteousness that can come through faith in Jesus, not by being perfect. We are justified, says the word, freely by his grace through the redemption that came by Christ Jesus. This paradox comes back in. How can God be just and good and rightly punish the wicked and yet justify us, declare us righteousness from our sin? How can such a thing happen? Well, Romans 3, 21 through 26 explains it. God presented Jesus as a sacrifice of atonement through faith in his blood. He did this to demonstrate his justice because in his patience he had left the sins committed beforehand unpunished. He did that to demonstrate his justice at the present time so as to be just and the one who justifies those who have, those who have faith in Jesus. So God is just. His righteous condemnation is poured out. He justifies those who have faith in Jesus Christ because his punishment, his condemnation was poured out on his one and only son so that he could say, just like he said to the woman caught in adultery, neither do I condemn you. You are forgiven. Have a fresh start. You are free. So he says, amidst the emotional weight of our sin, you're free. 
I don't know what your past has been like, says Pastor David Platt. I don't know what things there are that weigh heavily on you at different times in your life. I don't know the guilt you have felt from falling short in an area as a husband or a wife or a teenager or in this relationship or that relationship or this thing or that thing or whatever else that nobody else knows about. I don't know about all these things in your life. However, I do know this, that through Christ Jesus, you can be free. You're free. You're free if you follow Jesus and trust him by faith to save you. Well, that's a good promise to end on and a good answer to the question of how can unrighteous people be declared righteous? And the answer is not by works, not by what we do. We're all stained by sin but by faith in Jesus, who was perfect and who paid the price for our sin, can we be declared righteous? Well, let's close with our Bible memory verse for the month of July. It's Luke 6, 47 through 48. Jesus says, I will show you what someone is like who comes to me, hears my words and acts on them. He is like a man building a house who dug deep and laid the foundation on the rock. When the flood came, the river crashed against that house and couldn't shake it because it was well built. Amen. Good day to you, friends, and Godspeed.